0: Welcome to the Fire and Earth podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another
1: episode of the Fire and Earth podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Groover,
0: And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we're going to do another little question episode where we just pose a question and we start talking. And so today we want to talk about what literary character you would be. Right. So obviously behind me, I've got lots of Mm -hmm. books. I love reading. Um, Kathy does, too. She kind of has her little screen there because of her office situation. But uh, yeah, so literary character. Right. Because there's a lot of very interesting Mm -hmm. characters in literature. So, Kathy, what literary character would you be and why?
1: I would be Morgan Le Fay from Mists of Avalon. Because, yes, I was obsessed with that book throughout college, I must have read it 20 or 30 times. And the way that mythic, we still aren't sure if these people actually existed, right? This mythic character was portrayed in Mists of Avalon, gave the power to the women. Whereas in so many other books on Arturian legend, it's all about the men and the women are sort of secondary thoughts um Morgan Le Fay was this like powerful kick-ass magic you know she kind of held it together it's been so long since I've read the book I'll have to go revisit it but I was just obsessed with her character and she had flaws right she fell in love and that was sort of the downfall of everything so um yeah I would I'm going with so Morgan. so don't Le Fay.
0: fall in love and be a strong woman
1: <laughs> damn it <laughs> It already happened. <laughs> oh
0: man. But it wasn't well, my
1: downfall. Was't my downfall?
0: No, which is another episode coming up, right? yeah, but um but no, I think it's interesting, you know, you raise a good point there that I think in history or a lot of the things that are portrayed, <clears throat> it's usually been written by men, and we've had a very masculine dominated culture for hundreds of years now, um, that a lot of times women are kind of forgotten. Um, from history, because they weren't really written in, but the reality is, right? It's like behind, you know, they're they're sayings like behind every good man is a great woman or something <laughs> right. like that, right? Um, and it's and it's always true, right? Is it's just like any time that and in a lot of times, there's even, examples of where it was really the woman kind of pulling the strings but the man just happened to be the one who was in the forefront yeah because that's what was acceptable in culture i Mm -hmm. mean we've even got examples of i I can't remember any specific examples but there were a lot of women authors who would use male pen names yep or would only use initials right uh, at the beginning, uh, you know, in, instead of putting their their name, it'd be like H.G. Smith, right? Right. So that nobody knew it was Helen Smith right. who was actually writing the book. And oh my gosh, we can't read a book from a woman, right? Right. Uh, which is kind of kind of sad. And it's nice now to see more of kind of that feminine energy coming yep. out more.
1: Exactly. And to that point, if you read a lot of the Arturian legends, <clears throat> excuse me, Morgan is portrayed as this like evil witch, right? This evil person. And it's Arthur and Guinevere. And Guinevere's this being perfect, petite, you know, very feminine kind of character. And in Mists of Avalon, Morgan Le Fay is like the heroine. And Guinevere is portrayed as this just stupid twit who screws everything up. So <laughs> <laughs> you know it kind of reverses these roles of what is considered appropriate feminine right so if you were powerful and you know your own person you are this evil witch but if you were this demure kind of like loving then that was okay and what I love about Mist of Avalon is it flips that and makes Guinevere the idiot <laughs> and you know Morgan Le Fay becomes the, the heroine of this to a certain extent
0: well and it's funny there's little things like that in history that have always kind of downplayed the strong women. Yeah. Like like you said, right? If 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 a woman was was strong, then she was, you know, a witch. You're a witch, we got to burn you at the stake, you know, or whatever. Uh where if that same kind of thing was was portrayed from a man, it was viewed as being strong and yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's interesting how um like you said in in his, history has been written to downplay women which is unfortunate yep uh yep. you know even to the point of of you know in religious texts and things like that you know referring to women as virgins it's like uh hello <laughs> right it's like uh yeah yeah i think most of those people probably weren't virgins but you know we're gonna call them a saint and we're gonna label yeah. them as virgin Uh, instead when you know that's not
1: necessarily what they were so exactly
0: interesting interesting Interesting.
1: Mm -hmm. so that was mine I actually went to uh I had once had a come as your favorite fictional character party Mm -hmm. and so everyone came as their favorite fictional character and my hope was and you know from the acting background this was my hope not everyone played along that they had to interact with all the other fictional characters as their fictional character
0: Oh wow! So you so got gotten... like a little acting and party together, huh?
1: So Morgan Lefay is talking to Superman, and then Aunt F.A. and the uncle from Clue came in, or from uh, Monopoly came in, and my friend came <laughs> as uh, uh, Captain Spatula, which was a made-up superhero that he had invented, and, and we had all these people interacting as these different characters. It was so much fun. That hmm. I was Morgan Le Fay.
0: Well, that's a little way of kind of doing a you know alter ego kind of stuff and we've talked about ego states before yeah you know too where i think that's one you know one example of of trying to become who you want to really be and being the person you want to be one of the one of the tricks a lot of times is to act like that alter ego yep right embody that person act like they would act uh which is which is uh yeah a little little learning tip for everybody too
1: yeah exactly so all right jason what's your character (laughs) i don't know you don't know
0: (laughs) no i don't i don't have like a a strong uh specific character so i'll just throw one out there that kind of popped into my head which is kind of kind of funny but um i like some kind of non-traditional authors and one of them is charles bukowski and um, I don't know if you know who he is, but he was he was uh, known for writing some kind of salacious uh, material. Okay, uh, in fact, he couldn't get published to begin with. So most of the stuff that he would do, from a poetry standpoint or short stories, were actually picked up by like underground porn mags oh, and things like that, uh, because that was the only the only people who would publish him. Right. Wow. Uh, but but he had a really interesting life because he he worked at the post office for like most of his life. He was an alcoholic, you know, just I mean, typical like artist kind of person, right? And and finally was able to hold down a job with the post office uh, mm-hmm. and and kind of retired from the post office at about fifty, and that was when uh, he actually um, started being commercially successful. So what's funny is is the end of one of his first books I think it's called Post Office. Oh. If I remember right. is it's this whole story about this guy working at the post office and then at the end he leaves the post office and writes a book. And so it's kind of like one of these autobiographical things. Yeah, yeah. But um which is which is kind of interesting but it was he he in real life Charles was just himself. Right, he was he was a drunk. He was a dirty old man. I mean, in fact, a lot of the the uh, like short stories and poetry things were under the the kind of the uh, the brand of diary of a dirty old man, right? Uh, uh, and so, um, but I, but I love that he was unashamedly himself, and so he created a character called Hank Cheonsky, uh, which is kind of a Go off of his name, uh-huh. right? But this character, um, you know, showed up in in many of the different books, and so it's kind of an autobiographical thing of him. And so again, it's like it's not that I want to be a drunk and a dirty old man, but maybe I am a dirty old man. I'm not a drunk. <laughs> but
1: yes, yes,
0: yeah, 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 right but but i love how like i said he was just who he was Uh and even though it didn't fit the conventional norms you know uh it was it was funny and actually kind of reminds me i was i was uh moved recently so i was checking out some some new places and went into like this little dive bar last night Uh just kind of like the locals only just to see and there was a they had a whole wall a bumper stickers oh uh which is kind of you know kind of interesting so you're sitting there having a beer and just reading the things and yeah. one of them was like uh what was it uh uh <laughs> fetish is using a feather perversion is using the whole chicken, whole
1: chicken. <laughs> <laughs> <It's so> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway that just kind of r- reminded me too but it's but it's interesting you know like that of people might look at how Bukowski lived his life or this character. Uh And I think it's easy to judge and say, Oh, you're a pervert. You're weird. And it's like, no, he was just being who he was. And he was a sexually active person who drank a lot, who womanized, but that was who he was. And, and he didn't try to hide it. He didn't try to fit into culture. Um, He was just who he was. And, and, a lot of people didn't like him, but a lot of people love him too, yeah. right? It's, it's kind of like he, he kind of has a little cult following. You know, <laughs> He died, died many years ago, but, um, but yeah, there's still kind of a cult, cult following for
1: his stuff. So. so it sounds like this idea of being unapologetically you, right? Just mm-hmm. being your authentic self, mm-hmm. which is what literature should, you know, people write things to affect change to spark feelings or thoughts in the people that are reading their material and so if this man with his following even though as quote flawed an individual as he was was able to bring up those feelings in people of just being unapologetically you even with those ugly parts that's pretty powerful no it
0: is and i think that's where like I said, cause as, as a, as a person, as an artist, I've got a lot of respect for him because of that, because most people would and do give in to kind of the commercial stuff. Yep. Right. They write something that's going to be commercially successful instead of what they really want to do. Right. And so, um, you know, again, that's, that's just kind of a lesson for all of us. Is are are, are we given into the man, you know, <laughs> or, or are we living our life authentically? Yeah. And um, yeah.
1: Well, and that reminded me, you know, when you kind of step out of what your genre is, right? So Judy Bloom was one of the most popular children's writers. Yep. She, Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing and Crazy Lay. I mean, she wrote all these incredible kids books. You know, she wrote adult novels. I didn't know that.
0: Did she do them under her name? 30.
1: Or- dirty adult novels. Yeah. uh, Wifey was one of my favorite, favorite books growing up because I saw it was Judy Bloom and I was like, oh my God, but it was clearly not for little kids. And so I started reading it and there's like some, there's some hot sections in that. And (laughs) no one knows that she wrote these books, even though it's under her name. Um, But I swear to God, I read, this was like my lay by the pool every summer and read the book book um mm. I read this thing till the cover fell off I still have it someplace because at this point I'm like there's no possible way I can get rid of this completely tattered uh, paperback book mm. I must have read the thing 50 times because it was such an easy read and I knew it so well I could just and I'd be done with it like in three days and it was mm. just fun but you know and people didn't acknowledge her for that um Anne Rice who wrote all the vampire books right she she wrote under a different name she wrote this really adult like erotic stuff but she was Mm -hmm. so worried that using her real name would you know sully the rest of her books so she wrote all these books like the cinderella tales or something but it's all porn um so people are finding ways (laughs) so mainstream authors are finding ways to express themselves in different ways but yeah check out wifey i think you'd actually like wifey it's definitely written more from like a woman's perspective um it's all right but it, it was it's a really good it's a really good book
0: <laughs> yeah so you know again i mean i think it's it's interesting i mean where we kind of went with just asking this question you know but about hey you know stronger female characters and, and, I, and i think one thing too you know is what's funny is like the two that you uh Uh, mentioned were actually female right where where again it's like a female to write salacious material oh my gosh she's a slut and especially back
1: then because this is from I don't know when she wrote wife I mean it must have been late 70s early 80s because that's when I was reading it
0: okay yeah where, where again a lot of people would judge but there's absolutely nothing wrong with being sexually active and we should be sexually active and if you have fetishes hey go for it right I mean we talked about that before on here with the dominatrix right I mean it's um there's nothing wrong with it just you know be who you are and step into it because you know one of my favorite quotes is from Oscar Wilde you know Mm. be yourself everybody else is taken you know and and when you and, and his life was an example of that, too, right? I oh, mean, yeah. A, gay, a gay man in the 1800s and a drunk yep. and drug addict and everything else. I mean, but he he was who he was. And he ended up going to jail and dying in jail mm-hmm. for, you know, refusing to give into or, uh, you know, be someone else. He yeah. was going to be himself, even though it was against the law. And yep. he got himself into a lot of trouble.
1: So. Yep. And through literature, we get to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Every time I pick up Miss of Avalon, I get to be Morgan Le Fay and get sucked into a completely different realm in a different world. It's exciting.
0: Well, and, and hopefully, you know, again, as we do that and we spend time, if you will, with these characters, it mm-hmm. will give all of us the courage to be more like that character if that's who you want to be. Yep. Right. Um, because what's interesting too, is every, as an author itself, right? It's like everything that somebody writes is autobiographical in one way or another. And so even though we're reading fiction, it's not really fiction, right? <laughs> right? And so we can learn from it. We can gain courage from it. Um, we can be, be different and, and mm-hmm. get inspired to Absolutely. live our life in a
1: different way so totally cool yeah. i love these little conversations all yeah. right there we go i am kathy Groover. i can be reached at kathygroover.com.
0: and i'm jason mefford i can be reached at Jasonmefford.com. so go out grab a good book read it this week and catch
1: us on the next episode of Earth podcast see you later see ya